You are listening to the Design Jones, supported by SiteGround, Wacom, Computer Arts, and Adobe. This is episode 46. Welcome to the Design Jones. Today we are joined by communication artist and creative director Tina Too. Good day, Tina. Hello. How are you today? I'm well, thank you. How about you? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, to kick us off, what was your journey like into the creative industry? So it started quite early when I was only like five, six years old, and I started attending like ballet classes and drawing classes that they were actually also for adults. And I really love them. Um, And I remember when I was like a child, my mother, uh, she's German, so she was trying to teach me like how to read and write in German. And she bought me that book to learn calligraphy. I never really bothered to ask her like, why should I learn calligraphy or anything? It was just like the most uh, exciting part of like learning German to actually draw some letters and it was just a drawing fun exercise for me. It took me a few years to actually realize that it had an impact on me, that typography is one of my favorite areas in design. So probably that's also where my passion comes from a bit. And my father was always like really hands on things and like he could be, he can build like a house by himself or any kind of object or furniture or whatever you like. So I think like I took a part of that kind of like characteristics and uh, I'm working quite a lot by with hands, you know, creating things using blending like things from the analog and the digital world. In the like when I was around like eight, nine years old, I would say uh, we were visiting some friends with my parents that they actually had the piano. So I loved like playing the piano there, trying to play some melodies. Actually, I didn't really know how to play piano. And I was pleasing my parents. Hey, can I have one? Can I start like having some piano classes? So in the end, uh, I managed to get them to sign me up for some piano classes. I actually attended after a music secondary in high school. That was quite nice, actually, because it wasn't only about music. We had also like theater or drawing classes, architectural drawing as well. So all kind of creative fields. And it was also our teachers were all like creative people and musicians. But I soon realized that I didn't really want to become a musician. I just liked to play like the piano and I was playing quite a lot of different instruments like violin, taburas and drums and like lots of different ones. But I realized that that's actually something that I enjoy to do just for myself. I don't really want to become like a musician or a music teacher or anything like that. And I was thinking maybe I want to become like a mathematician. I, I loved mathematics at that point or physics or architect, architect was another idea. And my best friend at that moment, she wanted to apply for the graphic design university. So I was like, okay, what is that? And she explained me a bit. It's, you know, drawing. It sounds quite fun. We are going to have like mostly like drawing glasses and some animations, some stuff like that. And I was like, hmm, that sounds interesting. I didn't really know what a graphic designer does at that point. I was just like, oh, that sounds fun. It's going to be quite creative, quite nice. So I'm just going to enjoy it. So um, I applied for the university and I got into the uh, BA graphic design program at the of Athens. The first years we were actually doing most of the things by hand. So even like 
fonts, everything with like a pen and by hand. So it was quite interesting. And I think, yeah, that's also like an influence that I'm working quite a lot by hand and creating stuff by hand uh, nowadays. I, I guess like I didn't learn like the most from the university itself. It was more that at that point I had like a boyfriend that he was a graphic designer and he was freelancing from home. So um, I was sitting next to him every evening and working, asking him questions. How did you do that? How did you do that? So um, I kind of learned a lot from him, would say. Then I decided that I actually want to explore more. I wasn't really sure yet what I wanted to do. I just had like a short internship in Greece and applied to come in London and do the MA Communication Design at St. John St. Martins. So that was actually really interesting because I get to learn a bit more that it's not only about like the classic graphic design, it's something a bit more, it's not about the medium that you're going to be using. It's more about like the concept and the message and how you communicate it. After the MA, I worked in a few studios in London, such as like uh, Nala Design and Blast Design. And it's now been like a year and a half that I started my own studio. So yeah, that's a bit of my journey. <laughs> How did you find the experience of doing a master's degree in design? Okay, so it was quite an interesting master's degree because it was blending like creatives from different fields, such as like architecture, product design, photography. So we were all kind of creatives in the class, not just graphic designers. So we were really influencing each other and getting to learn like new skills and new ways of thinking as well. And it's also interesting because now they are mostly like the people that I'm working with, like the people that I was studying with as well, because you get to know like a photographer. So whenever you need a photographer for the project, you know someone. So that's quite comfy. I quite like the idea that um, they teach me more about like the concept and how to actually start with uh, like a stronger idea rather than thinking about like, oh, I'm going to design a website or a book. It doesn't really matter in the beginning. It's just about what you want to communicate and then try to find like the best medium to do so. It was a bit too conceptual for me. I'm a really practical person. Uh, so it was a bit too theoretical sometimes. So the second year, uh, it was two years. It was full time extended. So uh, just two, three days per week. So the second year, I already had like some freelance clients. So I was working also on this kind of project. And I started working also like part-time in studios. So I really didn't feel like I could stick only with the university. It was like I needed some more practical stuff to actually design stuff rather than just talking about concepts and ideas only. <laughs> so I can see now like at that point, I kind of like... I wasn't really happy with my masters, but now I can see like that it had like really big influence for me and helped me a lot to on the way of thinking, I would say more to how to form like my concept, my idea, and then like don't really be afraid if the medium and the techniques that I'm going to be using later is not something that I'm aware of or something that I used before. So be like open to experiment and try new things. So... So what kick-started your move into setting up your own studio and moving away from working agencies? Uh, okay, so um, on the first job that I had in London, I stayed only for 10 months. 
on the second one I stayed just for seven eight months well on the last one I just lasted after my probation period I handed it my notice so it didn't really work for me it was taking me quite a long to understand why what is wrong I thought like all the teams that I worked for, all the studios were lovely. I really liked the people. I'm still like in contact with them. And it took me quite a long time to understand. So what is the problem? Like I, I thought in the beginning, maybe it's the variety of projects or uh, maybe I'm just not in the right like design style in terms of studio. And yeah, I was trying to find like all these kind of different reasons. After like a while working in studios, I decided to quit my last job and start uh, as a freelancer. I already had like few clients and it was making it easier. I, I knew that I have few projects to start with. But yeah, I would say now, I think the issue was more that it was like a routine for me and I really hate being in a routine. I, I need something like different every day. I, I can't like, for example, do only branding or something. I'm gonna do branding, the other day 3D, the other day animation. So I kind of like this blend that I didn't really have in the studios. It's also like, I don't really like to be in a routine for having like a schedule, a perfect schedule, like nine to six, you're gonna be working in the studio that feels for me like a prison. So while well, I'm usually working nine to 12 in the night or two in the night, but, but it's just the freedom that I can actually uh, decide when do I want to do the project. For example, if I'm not like inspired at one moment, I, can, I know that I can just leave it and carry on later on that. I can do that in the night or it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I guess it was probably the issue of like having the freedom to do what I actually want when I actually want to do that. One of the things I really like about your work is how much motion plays a big role. Is that something you have a mindset for at the outset of a project or is it something naturally develops with everything? So is it something that you are pushing for a project, even if it's not a motion project? Um, so motion, especially like lately, it's like more and more like in the fashion, it's like it plays more important role in the design. Like when you scroll like on Instagram or Facebook or social media in general, you will see quite a lot of moving image. Well, before it was quite a lot of static image. So um, I guess it's plays like a really important role. Like it's the same way I think that, for example, when you have like a logo design, you don't design just the logo thinking only about the logo. You probably think about bigger like a uh, range of applications, the colors that you're gonna be using, the color palette of your brand or the fonts, the image treatment, all this kind of bit. So it's not only about the logo. So the same thing, like when I'm designing a logo, I'm gonna be thinking also about like motion and how could probably animate it and how could like bring it more to life. Yeah, motion can also like help to communicate some messages easily. You know, it's easier sometimes than a static image. You kind of have like more elements to work with and helps to bring it to life. So sometimes I do suggest to the clients like to add motion to projects, even if they didn't ask for that. If I feel like it's gonna push it and it's gonna make it stronger then I definitely do so. And I do consider it like motion in the beginning of the project, but the same way that I would consider any other kind of medium. So I start more like with what do I need to communicate and then see like the best medium to use in order to communicate that kind of message. Your work blends a lot of physical and digital worlds together. Do you think the tactile elements that you use bring something to your work that if you were to even replicate as a photo reel uh, render, would, do you think that would take away from what it is with that physicality of it more and more creatives are like 
stuck on the computer, starting and finishing like all the design process on the computer. And we kind of ignore all these kind of elements that exist in the physical world and could be nicely like implemented to the digital one. Most of the creatives are finding inspiration from other professionals, which it's like probably the most convenient source, the easiest one, but leads for me like to a loop to design like similar things again and again and again without really like creating something new. So um, looking at other like professionals from totally different fields can help like to create and find like your own voice and to lead to like more unique outcomes. There are all, all this kind of inspiration around us from the physical world can actually be a really nice inspiration to investigate like the different objects and try to find like how you can use them in a creative way. Like for example, I was working on this project on the Adobe Livestream, the 30 years of Adobe Illustrator, a poster design. I created actually a kind of like paper sculpture with some layers of papers flipped like similarly to pages. And the inspiration was actually the calendar and the notebook that I had on my desk. So I was thinking 30 years, so it's about time, about like, so I, I was looking at the calendar and I was like, yeah, great, flipping pages. So I'm going to do 30 layers, 30 pages that they're going to be flipped and the paper sculpture. So there is so much like inspiration in the physical world. Sometimes it, it it's actually working with a digital one and they are kind of a blend. So the interesting part for me is to jump between back and forth between them. Like the physical offers you like tactility of things, which the digital one sometimes like lacks of it. Uh, well, the digital one is the one that you can actually make things happen because like if you had only the physical one, then you probably need like a camera or something to bring to the digital and actually use this outcome. Another thing, as you mentioned, like instead of like just doing it 3D or something, it's this kind of imperfection that the physical world has. It can't be like absolutely perfect. And that's something that makes it a bit more, it gives it this kind of like value of something handmade, something that you, you actually created with your hands and has like a bit of value. And it's a bit more interesting. You consider also all the process of creating it. You know, that's not just some clicks on the computer. It's actually been created by hand. So you know all the effort that somebody put on that. Uh, yeah, on 3D, it, it's also that it can't re really look as real as in the reality. Like there is always like something that you can grab and understand that's not real. And it's also this element of like imperfection on that would say. Yeah, so it's... For me, it's all about like blending them and blending the physical and the digital world and this like materiality that the physical world can give you. And also this kind of inspiration that comes from there that can help you like have more unique outcomes, different uh, design solutions. The rise of AR and VR fits really well with the experimental outcomes of some of your work. Is that something you're actively pursuing and looking to do a lot more of in your future stuff? Mm, for now, I only worked like with AR on self-initiated projects. So I was trying like to explore uh, how is actually the life that we are living nowadays between that we are actually between the physical and the digital world, and how we could actually use these worlds in order to, in our advantage, instead of getting lost uh, between them. I was experimenting like with AR and typography. And yeah, I think it's like a really interesting field to explore and definitely I'm always up for new technologies and uh, to learn new techniques and new mediums. It's, it's kind of like a challenge that keeps me going. 
Uh, I definitely think like it's worth experimenting, but I don't think that neither of like AR, VR are there yet. Especially like VR, it's getting you kind of dizzy. It's not also accessible for everyone. So um, it's not there yet, but it's worth like following uh, this kind of like uh, technologies and see where it goes. And most likely they're, they're going to be, they're going to take like a really big part in the future of design. So um, it's worth exploring. So I definitely would uh, carry on experimenting and probably use it also on clients projects. So yeah. How do you find the experience and process of working with digital elements in a physical world as opposed to the other way around? That was, that's actually a really interesting question. Quite tricky to think. It's kind of the other way around. So like bringing physical elements to the digital world, it sounds something like easy to understand and to imagine in your mind. Just like, okay, taking a picture of something or scan something. But the other way around, like working with digital elements in the physical world, it's kind of harder like to imagine it's would say the challenge is to reimagine the digital elements like your, your computer or any kind of object as it would be like a physical object for example like using the laptop as part of your synthesis so it's not anymore like a digital object is an object itself so it gives it's kind of giving again like the third dimension to that object because you usually use your screen or something and it's like two dimensions and that's it but when you bring it to the physical world you you deal with three dimensions again so that's quite interesting as well yeah i found it, it it's quite nice also because you're getting like out of the digital world it kind of became part of the physical world as well and that gives you like you're not having like all this kind of like messages emails coming all the time and disturbing you from actually working so it's also quite interesting because you can really concentrate and create something and um, with a lot of your projects and methods are being so varied would you say that this is a reflection of your working habits and do you tend to keep a lot of things on the go or would you rather focus on a single project each time I enjoy working in like lots of different projects at the same time. Well, I know quite a lot of other designers. I like to concentrate on one or two. It's what I already kind of mentioned that uh, I like when I'm getting like stuck or tired or I'm just not in a mood to work on a project to have something else to work on. So I'm just going to leave that project on the side and I'm going to carry on with something else. So I'm not wasting my time trying while I'm not in a mood to do so. So I quite like the variation of projects also in terms of like to have like different projects with different mediums like video 3D type at the same time. So I'm not getting bored doing again and again the same thing. Like this variety, like currently I'm working on nine, 10 projects at the same time, which can be also sometimes like stressful in terms of time. But also that's another challenge that when you don't really have that much time, you push yourself to really concentrate, work hard on it. And sometimes like the best results coming like when you don't have time and you have to push yourself. So yeah, I, I love like variety when I'm working. So I definitely like to have like quite a lot of projects, more than five. <laughs> You've already mentioned how you um, have some side projects where you uh, self-initiate, where you'll create some like VR mm -hmm. or experiment. How important do you think that is to your client work and how much does it feed in? Self-initiated projects are important, uh, really important for me, I think. It's whenever I can't really experiment with clients work. I, I need like the self-initiated projects. So I learn new techniques, new skills, 
and explore things that I actually wanted when I have an idea or something. Again, I, I usually have like a few projects on the side, not just one, like self-initiated. So I'm currently, for example, working on this kind of AR project or um, developing a few fonts, like few years now that it doesn't really matter for me to get them done or something. It's just like a bit of exercise, a bit of kind of like enjoying my time, relaxing. <laughs> yeah, so for example, an another thing is that um, you get like to collaborate with other friends and other creatives in self-initiated projects and see like how you could actually work later on uh, in clients' work. And, and a good example was the Merge Yourself With Your Work. That's a project that we created with Marta um, Yarza and Simona Bonazieva. So we created the collection of three pictures that we were showing how creatives are actually passionate and they're merging themselves with their work, with their tools and with their ideas. So it was the collection of these three images. And they were actually photographies, so none of us were actually photographers. So we challenged ourselves to try something different. And it was quite interesting that this project was actually, uh, it started as nothing, just like a day experimenting and then a bit of editing. It's so interesting that we, it's not only about that we learn the skills and everything, that's the most important and the goal for us at that point, but uh, also like Adobe approached us a few months after and they wanted to license the images. So it's like, you kind of like the self-initiated projects help you like build new skills and new techniques but it can also like show the clients new possibilities that you can't really show through clients' work. You mentioned early on that you had that love for music when you first started off. Does that something that still comes back into your work at all? No, um, so I was playing like, my main instrument was piano, I was playing 12 years. Yeah, I actually don't play anymore. I have no connection with like playing any kind of musical instrument. I should be a bit ashamed of that, but yeah, so. It's usually, you know, you don't have the time and in London it's quite harder also to get the piano. It's not the easiest thing. But there is kind of like, there was an influence like on my BA thesis, I was doing like a research between the relationship of visual communication and music. While on my master's, I was exploring on my thesis about uh, the music and how deaf people uh, perceive music. And so I was like looking at different aspects of music, more visual and tactile ways of understanding the music. So there was like a connection uh, with music, of course. But currently I would say the only way that I'm kind of using the skills is when I'm doing like video or uh, motion graphics. It really helps me to, you know, synchronize the sound and be aware of everything or brief also the sound designer or uh, deal with the amends because I can talk like kind of his language and we can understand each other easier. With such an eclectic background of works and stuff you're working on at the moment, what for you has been a personal highlight from your work? Well, that's quite hard to say. I don't know, usually like your favorite projects and your favorite moments are, they're not necessarily like the best projects that you created. It can be like the ones that you had most of the fun creating them or just your recent ones would say probably. <laughs> so yeah, one of like latest project that I've been working on and um, I really enjoyed was uh, the What About Water project. So I've been invited in the graphic design live stream in San Francisco from Adobe. It was running, the live streams are over like three days and you get two hours per day to design something with the audience 
And that was actually the challenge and the nice part that I had like all these people watching the live stream, giving me feedback and uh, sharing like their thoughts. So it wasn't just designing by myself. I had like all this responsibility at the same time with like all this kind of advice. So that was quite fun. And yeah, so I decided like, because it was uh, the last day of the live stream was 22nd of March. I decided to do um, about the World Water Day that was on the 22nd of March. So do a collection of posters and an animated uh, like video. And so usually like this kind of subjects, um, this kind of campaigns is like, they're asking the viewer to change his way of thinking. It's, I found it quite a cliche and I wanted to do something different. So I was like, maybe I'm gonna do something like really typographic, really strong with the message. So um, I spent quite a while thinking about what I should write. So I came up with the idea of like, what about water, whatever, who cares? And whatever also wrongly kind of spelled. So it refers to water. So more like questioning somebody's like way of thinking rather than blaming him or anything like that. Working like on self-initiated projects with my friends, um, Stella Young and uh, Jacob Brett, we actually, created, found like a few techniques mixing like oil-based and water-based liquids and creating some interesting like shapes and distortions that could be used in like, in like design outcomes. And I thought of this kind of technique that we uh, developed and I thought that could be perfect for this project. So mixing oil and water in order to bring the water element somehow like an interesting way to the project. And yeah, so th it was like a really interesting project because it was exploring like a new kind of technique, a new way that I wasn't really sure. And I, I like tried before with my friends, like similar things, but I wasn't really sure if it's going to work and it was a live stream. And yeah, so also getting your hands away, like from the computer, that was like a great moment. I had like all these great people on the live stream as well. like. Uh, Christine Arth that she was like my host on the live stream and she actually played also the role of the photographer and she helped me with everything so it was so much fun so it was such a nice moment yeah what is next for Team Sally in terms of uh, as a studio and personally okay so usually I don't really like planning things and that's something that a freelancer um, usually has to do <laughs> because you know your schedule is changing every day and so I don't really have any like specific plans I usually just like leave it on what I'm in the mood to do every day but yeah of course there are a few projects uh, coming up and uh, currently working on so I'm working more on to like moving image and video stuff lately I'm working for like two big music festivals. Maybe that's a connection with my music background. It starts coming back. <laughs> and I'm working on Seth Signatures, which is like, um, which explores the people and the stories behind every kind of dish and how, what it takes to a chef to actually create a nice dish. And it teaches how to do so and what's the role of the food in um, our lives. So that's quite like experimental, different project, which is nice. And I'm working for a branding for a fashion brand, which is again, like a different unique one that it has to do with like positive energy. So it's not like a regular classic one. So that's quite nice. I'm working for some graphics for a gallery uh, in London for an exhibition. That's also like really interesting project because it's art related and I'm always keen on like art related projects. They always allow you to experiment a bit farther. 
So yeah, and few like other smaller projects. Uh, so it's always like combination of smaller and bigger projects uh, on and off in the studio. And yeah, so every single project for me, it's like really important. And whenever I take a project, I always think that this project should be the best one that I ever created. So otherwise I'm just not gonna take it. I'm not, not gonna go for it. You've already mentioned how busy you are with the different side projects and the client work. Do you ever find a free time to switch off from that or is it something that you find a bit difficult? Uh, I'm a bit of a workaholic person, so <laughs> I'm working most of the time, but I always like try to keep some time uh, to exercise, of course. I really like exercising, so uh, I, I love like running as well and cycling. And I do like like watching uh, movies in the evening sometimes before going to bed. That's something that I enjoy. But most of the free time, I try like to keep it and spend it with my friends. So not really online or anything like that. I like going out for drinks, coffee, or like to a gallery, any kind of like activities with friends. Moving on to our last question, um, as someone who embraces those emerging technologies, where do you see the creative industry heading and what do you think is going to be that factor that just really defines its future? Okay, I would say design is always like about problem solving, so it doesn't really change. It's more like that uh, the like new tools and mediums that they are coming from probably the technology uh, sector are the ones that they are influencing. Like three D AR VR and all these kind of technologies are gonna play like a really important role in the future of like the creative industry. Even if they, it might be it might not be AR as we know it today. It might be like developed and somehow uh, different. So I would say like design moves quite like in parallel way with the technology yeah so it's like kind of like the static brands are now moving brands so like facebook and all this kind of like uh social media allowed like to have more moving image so it became easier so everybody posts moving image now another thing is like artificial intelligence uh is gonna play a role in the future of design and that's something that i'm actually really looking forward to like having the computer to actually do all this like technical work, like retouching or uh, like editorial design, like laying out all the copy. It will be amazing to just do a click and just have it, you know? Um, so all these kind of things that they will be automated. So they will allow you more time to concentrate and um, do the nice part, like the more creative part of a project. Uh, well, on the other hand, I think uh, the more like handcrafted things such as like screen printing, letterpress are also going to come back in a way, in a kind of different way, like how are the vinyls, like the vinyl records today that they were like dead for a few years and now they're again in fashion, back in fashion. So there are less and less people like being able to do like things by hand, creative like applications, everybody moves to the digital world. So there are still going to be like these few people that uh, they're gonna create like things in the physical world and they're gonna have this kind of power because they're gonna be different from the rest. So yeah, it's more like, for me, it's important like to be updated with everything and to like know the new technologies, try them, test them and kind of follow and not necessarily use them, but yeah, to be able to follow everything. So yeah. Well, thanks for talking to us today, Tina. And just before we go, can you let everyone know where they can find you online? Yeah, sure. Thanks for having me, first of all. 
And yeah, so it's tinatuli.com, uh, my website, and tinatuli on Instagram. Yeah, that's Brilliant. all. Once again, <laughs> thanks very much for talking to us, and look forward to see what you do in the future. Thanks a lot. Thank you for listening to The Design Jones. You can find us online at thedesignjones.co.uk and on social media at The Design Jones. Special thank you to our supporters, SiteGround, web hosting crafted for designers, who are offering up to 70% off for TDJ listeners. Visit SiteGround.com for assess The Design Jones for more details. Computer Arts, the magazine for people who believe design matters. Adobe, changing the world through digital experiences. And Wacom, inspiring a more creative world.